Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And to kick off this episode, I have some paranormal news. So, stumbling upon Instagram last night, and I came across Joe Rogan's Instagram page, and apparently he got some news that I wasn't aware of from Life Science, I believe lifescience.com or Life Science News. UFO left radiation burns and unaccounted for pregnancies. New Pentagon report claims. And this was by Brandon Spector, published about, uh, well, this was yesterday, so how many hours ago is irrelevant right now, but apparently 1,500 pages of UFO-related research were just declassified as part as of FOIA requests. So apparently the UFOs left radiation burns on people and unaccounted pregnancies. Now, you can actually read this report if you go on lifescience.com, and it should be right up there with the most recent news. And this is interesting because this was released and declassified per FOIA request, and this is from the Pentagon. So this is new reports of UFO happenings, which are actually physical harm to people. So if this is 100% true, this is some pretty good news in the world of UFOs. So if you're a fan of UFOs and aliens and USOs, you can actually go and try to find this report and read it for yourself. I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of report on that. And we also have the Elon Musk story that came about. Elon Musk, if you guys are not aware, he acquired 9.2% of Twitter. Elon Musk is an interesting person because of his science views and the amount of money this man is putting into space and all the basically Bruce Wayne-like technology that he's coming up with. So Bruce, um, Bruce Wayne, I was going to say, uh, Elon Musk just bought basically um, part of Twitter and he's a shareholder now and he owns about 9.2% of Twitter now and it's already impacted social media platform of Twitter and uh, that's some pretty crazy news that Elon Musk is making a bang in the social media world and if you are not aware from listening to episodes of this podcast I am a huge fan of the show on Discovery Plus Paranormal Court on Camera and I've been checking periodically every week for the new season and a new season has actually launched season 5 episodes air every Thursday so if you want to go and see some crazy images and videos of anything from ghosts to UFOs to Bigfoot paranormal caught on camera is now out for season five so talking about paranormal caught on camera in the in the latest episode they were showing very you know random things as every episode goes and they came across a video of a man in Texas, I believe, who was filming his son. It was either Texas or Nevada. And in the video, he's filming his son. They're watching a live concert on TV. And what ends up happening in the video is the kid is dancing to music. And in the music, he's you know having a good old time as a kid and the father is recording him. And it's just the father... The father's mother, which would be this kid's grandmother, and the kid dancing. And when he reviewed the footage of this cell phone camera, in the background, it appeared to be that there was another kid in the background staring at the little boy dancing. And 
you can clearly see it. And according to the people that were recording, this man and his son and his mom present somewhere within the room, that they were the only three people in this particular area at the time of filming his son dancing to this live concert on TV. Clear as day, you could see another smaller child in the background. And from what I gathered, it does look like a little boy with black hair. And he's at first kind of like standing there watching the boy dancing. And the boy turns around and acknowledges the boy dancing on camera actually turns around and acknowledges for a split second this apparition right behind him. And then turns around and continues dancing like, oh, maybe I didn't really see that. But I give it a look and then turned around and continued dancing. And the father was like, oh, I'll do this dance. You know, look at the camera. And if you're a fan of the show Paranormal Court on Camera, there is a wide variety of people that talk about what is submitted to the show. And one of the people on the show is a paranormal investigator by the name of Susan Slaughter. And what they predominantly do is try to give their look on what is in the video and what she said that this might have been was a phenomenon or type of ghost called the black-eyed children. And the reason she referenced, referenced the black-eyed children was she thought she saw the ghost child uh, with black eyes. And I actually really didn't see that, to, to be honest with you. I saw the boy standing there and I really didn't get a good look at the eyes. It just looked like literally another boy in the room in the background. Um, but she referenced the black eyed children and in the show, it went into a little bit of a information like bit about the black eyed children. And I heard about black eyed demons and black eyed ghosts before, but I've never heard of it being an actual thing. So I took the time to actually do some research on the black-eyed children. And the story of these children was said to exist in or around the 1980s. Um, but the first written reports were actually from a reporter in Texas. Brian Bethel was his name. And he spoke about encountering two black-eyed children in Abilene, Texas, I believe it was, or Abilene, or Abilene, Texas. Um, I'm not too familiar with names and countries, I mean countries, uh, cities in areas of Texas. Uh, I've only been to Dallas actually, but his encounter with these ghosts was told on a TV series, actually, um, monsters and mysteries in America might've been a show on the, uh, USA channel or one of those channels that you could probably get on discovery plus, um, some time passed from the time of the report into 2014 without any kind of talks about black-eyed children. But actually in 2014, or late 2014, a British reporter who was writing um, a bit in news, like, you know, a column or some type of, like, kind of Reddit, Reddit thread, he covered three separate reports of these children, which he was said that he saw these, or had these reports, or he saw these three black-eyed children in or around a haunted pub in Stratosphere or Stratosphere, United Kingdom, which the UK is known for its haunted pubs. Out there in the UK, haunted pubs are basically like haunted houses in the United States. 
Um, so these three separate reports of these black eyed children were correlated with this particular pub in Statsfire, UK. Now I might be pronouncing that wrong because I'm not good at pronouncing these kind of like foreignish names, but so bear with me on that. Um, people of the science field though, however, they were unable to actually find documentation or any kind of written or concrete proof of these claims. And essentially these ghost talk of these black eyed children, these paranormal talks, all the reports were basically summed up by these scientific people as a urban legend. So my thoughts after hearing this brief little history of the black eyed children, my thoughts on these black eyed children is in most paranormal encounters in haunted houses or, you know, so on and so forth. A lot of people report seeing ghost childs or ghost children. And they're always reported to be like, we heard the story of the boy in white or the girl in white. Um, these ghost childs are kind of spoke about in other paranormal stories like La Llorona, which drowned her her kids in the in the water and there's people that see these drowned kids in or around where that story um, reminated from and when people talk of seeing apparitions of children a lot of time the reports come back that they start off by seeing the children entities as like see-through or in white but as the haunting or the manifestation of these kids goes on day to day or week to week it starts to become a little bit more malevolent and the children end up having these black eyes now black eyes are usually associated with something that's demonic along with the sulfur smell and the feeling of dread now on hit shows like supernatural which was one of my favorite tv shows on cw11 that ran about 15 seasons when you saw a demon on that show, you knew it was a demon because the eyes would turn black. So when we have these reports of people talking about their house, for example, being haunted and they're seeing apparitions of small children and then essentially they describe these children with black eyes, it could possibly be a demonic thing. And there's a lot of reports of children being susceptible to feeling presence of the paranormal from younger ages and giving their family, moms and dads, grandma and grandpa, brothers and sisters, reports of weird things going on with them. I saw my imaginary friend, let's just name him Billy, and he told me some, some things and it always starts out nice and then these stories escalates to some more violent tendencies. And then in some stories, the children that's described, the child that's describing these imaginary friends gives a description and the description includes the black eyes. And then the description and the stories tend to go down a darker path where the imaginary friend, which could possibly be something malevolent, starts telling the child to do some dangerous or evil things. The black eye ghosts in general are always scary and always follow malevolent happenings within haunted, haunted sites. And 
in my opinion, when you see something like that, it's possibly demonic. Now, the other story to the black eyed children is that they appear around kids. Now, this is part of the urban legend because it's not 100% confirmed because there's not a lot about it except for movies that were made, TV shows, and the imagery of the black eyes on TV shows like Supernatural. But there is another little lore to the black eyed children that they appear around kids. And what they do is they actually try to win over the kid. And if the kid allows them to come into their house, like, you know, basically like, hey, can we come in? Can we play? Once the living kid, the living being, invites this apparition or this entity in and gives them an invite, sort of like what Susan Slaughter said on the TV show Paranormal Code on Camera, like a vampire, if they are allowed to come in, that's when they start making their presence more evil. From, hey, can we come and play, to gradually going to evil levels. And then we see, you know, apparently from this urban legend claim of the dark-eyed children, or the black-eyed children, the once they are invited in by the child that they're trying to get hold of, hold of the child's mental state becomes unstable. It deteriorates. The child's scared. The child doesn't want to sleep at night. And at that point, the entity is welcomed in and is causing havoc, almost like a demonic possession. Now, in religion, Catholicism, um, Christianity, demons are said to take over a body by the person, the living person, opening itself up or opening oneself up to being susceptible for the demon to possess them. And that happens with things like the Ouija board, like the Exorcist movie, where the child plays, or the true story of the Exorcist movie, the child plays with the Ouija board, which is basically a gateway to allowing demonic spirits to come in. You're breaking a commandment, you're setting yourself up to talk to the other world, and what essentially happens is it invites spirits in, and nothing but bad things come from doing that. So the concept of the child, the black-eyed children, basically asking permission to the child they're trying to possess is almost like the demonic like a, a demonic child and once they are allowed in permission um, from the living children or the living child they will start to wreak havoc and that's essentially how demonic spirits start their you know their task of making somebody's life miserable so Essentially, I think the black-eyed children could be like a demonic spirit. And it's the younger forms of, I guess, demons that are on the earth. And these demons roam the earth, in my opinion, because all the stories and talks in the Bible, when God banished Lucifer, he never really said banished hell. The, the concept of hell is kind of made up. But... There was always the earth. There was, you know, always earth. So when he banished Lucifer and his minions, he never really said where they were going to go. And in my opinion, if you want to take out all things paranormal and just go with religion, there are demonic spirits that probably roam earth. And that's where they live and reside and try to do these really evil and cruel things. And if you kind of look around in the world and you look at the news, <clears throat> excuse me, and you see what's going on and you hear what's going on, 
it's almost as if, you know, that assumption or my theory is true, that all this evil is just remnating. And we ask, how is that happening? Why would someone do this? It's so evil. The people are crazy. Maybe it's not just the person being crazy. It's something more evil. So back to the black eye children, many forms of demons. And this black eye child or the black eye children could possibly be a younger demonic entity trying to take over or be um, or possess younger the younger crowd with that story of being invited or welcomed in and then starting havoc. Now there's always there's always like um, in the world of paranormal, there's a whole bunch of demons for certain things. So the black eye children being a demon that just kind of tends to focus on children could quite possibly be, you know, a thing. We have, if you go back and look at all other types of demons and lore, we have the succubus and the incubus, which is the incubus is the male demon that battles or likes to feast on females, the living females, while they're sleeping. And the succubus is the female version of the demon that tends to feed on the living males while they're in bed. And if you heard that story on another episode of, on a previous episode of my podcast, um, they predominantly feed and try to make the living beings life miserable at nighttime by sitting on the living person's chest and scaring them and paralyzing them. The succubus and incubus demons are very well correlated with the sleep paralysis. So there's two demons right there that tend to do certain things at night. Um, we have the black-eyed children. We have the Mothman. Now, the Mothman is said to be a kind of a it's said to be a cryptid, but whenever it's spotted or whenever it's seen, things tend to go bad. Um, when it was spotted, um, was it Maryland? Um, trying to get the right area because this is kind of swayed off topic but um i could tell you right now when the mothman was sighted in i think it was virginia or maryland and it was sighted a day before a major bridge collapsing and then the bridge collapsed the next day so it's associated with yeah it was west virginia west virginia folklore the mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen in point uh, pleasant area from november 15 to 1966 to december 15 1967 first newspaper report was published in the point pleasant register dated november 16 1966 um i believe it was in virginia or maryland the, the mothman was sighted and then the silver bridge collapsed and it was sighted a day prior so they say it's a humanoid they say it's a cryptid and this thing brought destruction and evil the next day. And I believe in Japan, or and also this was in an episode of Paranormal Code on Camera, one of the people explaining what happened on the video claimed that something they might have caught could have been the Mothman because the Mothman's always sighted, apparently, near destruction while it's going on or the day prior. So the, the Mothman could essentially be a demon of destruction. So you have Mothman, Succubus, Incubus, and the Black-Eyed Children, which could be the demonic child form to try to sway living children into a life or path of evil. 
So that's essentially what the black eye children could could be, a demon that focus focuses on children and make children do terrible terrible things. Um, we had two young children um, not too long ago. Um, paraphrasing here, the it was three children total, and they had some kind of sleepover. And these two um, younger girls claimed that they brought their other friend that was with them into a forest and essentially um, stabbed this girl. Um, and they did it in the name of the Slender Man. They did that because they wanted to be accepted by the Slender Man, who is actually all made up, an urban legend, totally fictional character brand new to this time like in the last 15 years or so the slender man was made up by just random people and these children were so convinced that the slender man was real that they actually end up killing one of their friends and horribly injuring another maybe it was three or four they were all girls and the two girls that actually partook in the stabbings one is in jail um, for quite some time, and the other one might be out by now. Um, and they were at the age of 13 or 12 years old when they partaked in this. And for a, for, for a child, for these children to do something like that and believe that this mythical creature or cryptid or ghost was the reason for them doing that, it was either they are experiencing a really bad psychological episode or there's something genuinely wrong with them or something dark and evil persuaded them to do that. And these children had to experience something tragic and a family is now without a loved, a loved one because these children firmly believed that they were doing something for this slender man. And they believed it so well that this is what they did. Now, who's to say that maybe these kids weren't experiencing a psychological episode, they were swayed by something evil. Uh, there's also talks, and this is kind of going off topic, but I'll include it in here, that there's also talks that if you believe something so much that you can actually not only speak it into existence, but believe it or think it into existence. And there were so many people out there that could, could that believed in the Slenderman, there was actually reports and sightings of this basically urban legend being seen out there. And if you believe something so much, you can actually turn it into existence, right? And maybe the evil powers at hand make people believe another basically body or entity of what they might be and think that into existence and jump into what people are thinking and use that imagery as their source or quote-unquote body to make evil things or malicious things happen. So it's a very good theory that the black-eyed children could be the demonic younger form of a demon, but there's really not that much. And I actually started doing research from last week on Friday morning because the episodes drop on Thursdays and looked into a lot of things. And besides from the other couple of pages speaking about the report that I told you guys about, about Brian Bethel, there's not much except movies that were essentially made from these reports of the Black Eyed Children. So there's not much about it, just right now I'm giving you theories and the actual short-lived history I came up with. 
um, about this particular thing. Uh, I, I think that seeing black-eyed apparitions is common, but it's just not essentially focused on the children aspect of an apparition. It's, it's you know, sporadic. And um, I guess if you see a child ghost or apparition with black eyes, you can technically say it's a black eye, a black eye children, but to actually define the quote black eyed children as a specific entity by itself um, doesn't kind of fully win me over when it comes to the paranormal category. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode 55 of the Say What Again Billy podcast. Um, much, much more paranormal talk and other categories I'm going to uh, cover like that. And, um, actually I want to give a special shout out to paranormal court on camera because this episode actually made me research something that I didn't really know much of and did some research and brought it into my podcast. So I'd like to thank my favorite show, the paranormal, uh, paranormal court on camera. I also like to thank the anchor app for giving me the opportunity to film my very own paranormal show and put it out there to outlets such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and many other outlets. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the free app that allows you to get your podcasting ideas out there. It gives you free material and all the tools you need to get your podcasting episodes out there and put it on all the outlets like my show, the Say What Again Billy podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other outlets. And if you want to find me on social media, my Instagram page is SWAB underscore podcast. That's SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And that is my Instagram page. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.